Welcome to the official podcast for Borderlands Strategic Performance Institute. Specialized skills for life on the edge. With today's host, Nathan Wagar. Talking about no rules in a street fight. Hey guys, this is Coach Nathan with Borderland Strategic Performance Institute. Today I'm going to be talking about something that I hear a lot, and it's this idea that there's no rules in a street fight. You'll usually hear uh, people in the reality-based self-defense arena talking about this, and it often drags into the sport versus street debate. We're going to sidestep all this and attack the idea directly. And the way that we're going to do that is through my preferred approach, which is that of system science, because it takes this really methodical outlook and lets us really break this down. The first thing is that systems always have rules and everything in reality is a system. And self-defense is no different. Self-defense is a social interaction at the end of the day. And so there are all kinds of rules that apply. There's not just rules physically and physiologically and mentally and psychologically and whatnot regarding what you do, how you act, you know, how much shape are you in, what can you do as an agent within that system. But there are also more abstract ideas like uh, the, the ethics that guide the technical application of your system. There are the, um, the escalation of force issues. There's the confines and constraints of being in time and space, so the criminal has to follow a specific attack cycle. These are all systems, and they all interlock, and they all guide and in some cases determine what force options and what uh, potential outcomes are available to you. It's like a chess game that plays out in time. So there are rules. There are quite a bit of rules. And not only are there rules, but there are different rules at every level of resolution of the hierarchy. And as a self-defense instructor and a practitioner, you need to determine what rules are uh, pertinent to you ahead of time. And then you need to structure your training, your application, your curriculum accordingly. What you can't do is figure all that stuff out in the middle because then the whole system falls apart. So When I talk about resolution, it could be, you know, like we talked in the abstract, what are my cultural and social ideas of morality, ethics, legality? Okay, these are all differing levels of abstract resolution. Normally, when self-defense instructors talk about no rules, they are focusing so far in the microcosm that it, it just comes down to technique. Well, he can do whatever technically to me, and I should be able to do whatever technically to him to survive the situation. But what they aren't acknowledging is that there are a lot of other implicit assumptions that they're bringing into that idea of the self-defense encounter. And it is dictating the rules of that very statement. And a lot of their ideas of what constitutes system rules, the implicit system rules that they deny even exist, have no basis in reality. None. For instance, let's talk about neck breaks. If you are in the position of control to break somebody's neck, you probably don't have to. Not only that, you probably can't break his neck. And so it would be not only more ethical, but more effective just to choke him out instead. That's assuming that it is warranted, not just in the proximate uh, short-term goal setting, but also your long-term goal setting of ethically preserving life and resolving the situation. 
it might be better to get out of there because that second opponent's coming. So you can see right there, just within that system of inquiry at the situational level, it may or may not be the right thing to do. Now, is that the time to be thinking about stuff like that? No, it's not. There's also issues of social interaction because the criminal event is really an antisocial act within a social context. So there's all kinds of things to think about. There's how the actor or agent within a system interacts with his surroundings because surroundings has been shown to affect behavior and vice versa. There's how the agent interacts with other agents because people that are around other people, the setting takes on a different dynamic than it does if the attacker or whoever is alone. How those other people interact with you and how the threat agent interacts with you. So you've got all these social dynamics that will also affect what happens, and therefore how you should respond and prepare for it. These interactions also affect things like whether the guy is carrying weapons, what weapons he's likely to be carrying, and therefore what techniques you should have prepared. There's all kinds of rules. So rather than, it's, it's fallacious, it's just straight up wrong. Rather than thinking about there being no rules, what you need to figure out is what rules, because there are rules, are pertinent for your purposes and at which resolutions. This isn't always easy to do. My approach, um, I'm writing a book about it actually, but I usually look at, I look at the dynamic as a series of filters from environmental to behavioral to relational to uh, right down to the physical dynamic. And there are guiding rules such as the criminal attack process as well as escalation of force. And this all takes place, the escalation of force, within an ethical framework based on natural law. Now, that's, that's my own approach, but it guides every aspect of my system right down to the techniques. I have chosen the variables and the rule sets that are important to me, that I believe are necessary based on research, my own experiences, as a, both a coach uh, and as someone that's been through a lot of violent altercations myself, and I am welcome... I'm open to having my mind changed. I have changed my own material in light of new uh, system rules that need to be incorporated to ensure that others and myself can successfully duplicate past successes. But this is only done by having done a lot of research on every level and then letting that inform both the technical application, but the, letting the technical application kind of feed back into uh, the rule set itself. So my, let me give you an example. My escalation of force might dictate certain strategies. And so I, de I develop a tool set that lets me do that, whether it's throws, strikes, whatever. Then physically, what I can do and my, my physical abilities change. Well, then my techniques need to change and I need to reevaluate, well, which of those rules is most important based on what I can do. So there's a two-way street in complex systems. It's not just top down, it's bottom up. And somebody saying that there are no rules really has his own set of rules, but he hasn't even really thought through them or how it affects things. And for an instructor, that is very dangerous. And it can lead to weird shit, like pop his eyeballs like grapes, this and that. That is embedded in so many assumptions and system rules that you may or may not agree with or even be able to do that it's just... For all intents and purposes, it's useless. You basically have to not just learn that, but figure out how it fits within your own hierarchy. And if you're not an instructor, if that's just not your cup of tea, if you don't have the time or inclination for any of that, 
then you have been given a nuclear bomb. Well, what do I do with it? Oh, it's all you got, though. So you're going to use it or try. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think you just need to be aware that there's always a context. Every system has rules. You need to figure out what they are. You need to figure out if you can't do that. You need to figure out if your instructor has an idea where this all fits. Be curious. Be curious about what you do and what you're trying to learn. Because this is a new skill set. We've only got so much time in the day. You need to figure out if the implicit system rules and assumptions that are guiding his technical skill set that he's giving to you fit yours. If his system of inquiry or the resolution he decides to look at the physical engagement and self-defense in general fits your idea of what self-defense is or isn't. And if it's not, then you might need to reevaluate that entire skill set within the proper system rule state. So he can't give you a checker if your idea of the game is chess. So you need to make sure that it's transferable or you need to uh, get rid of it and find someone or an approach that does and is transferable. So those are my thoughts on the issue. The new email is info at borderlandstrategic.com. Feel free to email with any questions. And uh, until then, train hard, stay safe. <laughs>